Hello. Hello, Dragon. What? So, man, how about Overwatch? How yeah. about that yeah. Overwatch video? Yeah. That game looks really fun. I am so hyped to play as Rocketeer with a jetpack flying all over the place and blowing up everything I see. I I'm ready play. to play as a dumb-looking cowboy in another video game. <laughs> oh, yeah, every video game. I want Or Gorilla with glasses. Yeah, he looks fun. I like his constantly the best character in any media. I always oh. want to play as a cowboy who isn't as cool as they think they are in any game. <laughs> Is it specifically like the cowboy in a non-Western setting? Yes! Those are always fun, yes. it's true. Out-of-place cowboy is my favorite character archetype. <laughs> I, I'm a bad games journalist, I haven't watched the trailer yet. Boom. It's pretty cool. Oh, it's, it's only okay. about six minutes. Well, there's two of them. Both there's, of them. A, there's a CG trailer that's all like very Pixar-styled, and it's really good, actually. Well, why would you not watch that one? Because yeah. well? the gameplay trailer has everyone doing cool things. You yeah. can see, there's like clips of the gameplay at the end of the movie. Yeah, but there's also there's two trailers and it takes yeah. they're both like five There's the minutes. six minute cinematic, which is awesome and everyone should watch it. And there's a six minute gameplay trailer where you get to see everyone being awesome and reasons you should play this game. Yeah. I still haven't actually watched much of either. I just saw all the spring caps on uh MMO. What is it what is it actually for? Is it only PC? Um I think it's probably it's a, probably just PC. It's um, a blizzard game, so uh, yeah. I can never ever play. I mean, yeah, it's, I'm it's sorry. a Blizzard game. That's kind of how they do it. I did it. like the I did like the joke in the CG trailer where they're having this big, like, superhero brawl in this museum, and it cuts to the security room where the guard is looking away, playing Hearthstone on a. Tablet. Yeah, he's not watching his screens at all. He's just God. Hearthstone. Hearthstone's pretty all right. Cinematic, yeah, but that, the character yeah. designs I think are all consistently pretty Gameplay good. Gameplay trailer uh, also linked in the chat. Mm. How's my yeah, audio, by the podcast. way? Just watch this just yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Sounds pretty good. Let's just watch these and record. I'm right? using the fancy microphone with the pop filter. Oh, it sounds pretty man. great. Dang. Which, which is not actually attached to anything because I can't secure it to my desk. Blizzard <laughs> so always does really good CGI. So you're just holding it? I know. They what, should what? make <laughs> I'm just, Overwatch movie. I just have it set, set laying on the desk, propped up. <laughs> It has one of those bendy arms that, you know, yeah, like a lamp or something. So it's I just have it sitting down next to in front of the microphone. Yeah. Exactly, but, you sound a lot better than you have in like previous episodes of the uh, LP. So that's good. I mean, also like connection, like it's not. Yeah, it seems fine. But you're you sound like a little echoey though. But that might just be your room. Yeah, that's obviously. just. The room that I'm in, like, yeah, I'm not gonna not like clear my apartment. In. That. It sounds fine enough. <laughs> Just take up, tape up a whole bunch of egg cartons. It'll be fine. I'm gonna get a bunch of that foam and just line my entire apartment with it. Yeah, uh, I like it a lot better than having my like really crappy headset that I had to like. Go like crawl into the desk and unplug everything and plug it in. Let's play some How does it sound if I like lean back? Like now. Sounds exactly the same. Sounds fine. Oh, that's good. I don't have to like lean into it. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, playing laws out from four to eight, then playing D and D three point five from eight to midnight, probably. Have you found uh, the new DM? It's like, <laughs> hmm. X is gonna dungeon meister. Okay. Oh. And that, uh, that somebody else it's... is gonna somebody else is gonna play Kit. What? We Not found it. A, we found an appropriately sarcastic British lady to play Kit. Kit so it's fine. Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the uh, the Xenoblades LP? No. No. no it's, it's that it's that lady. Doing okay. A lethal monster. I hear explosions. Wait, that seems to be following the trend of Wolfshirt watches an LP with a funny British lady and then invites her into the tabletop game on a one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a trend now, Wolfshirt. Well, I mean, over over these past five years, I guess you could say that it happening two times is a trend. I think it takes three times to make a pattern. Yeah, yeah two twice times is still a happy stance. At third, at the third time, it's enemy action. Yeah, okay. I, I, can, I can deal with that. <laughs> to be fair, it's a good trend. Mm. Oh, the robot turns into a turret and has a bird friend. Yeah. <laughs> the robot is literally an iron giant XP, and it's great. I really like, because like I didn't a... know that that was a character until... Because it yeah. appears earlier on, and you think it's just a turret, but then but yeah, then it's a character robot later on. Like, oh, you, that's a per- that's a dude. That's a person you play as. Mm. It's a fun surprise. Yeah, like his his thing is that like he loves nature and he's a super peaceful robot, but he has a danger mode that activates when people shoot at him. And it seems like a lot of the characters monster. have that actually, because the gorilla does that, and also the dwarf did it too. When well, no, no, that's like his just his backstory justification for why he's even fighting is because he's in danger but yeah but it, it it it's it gave me the impression that every character will have some sort of like berserk mode or something everyone maybe. has a super mood super mode Let, yeah. uh, bastions isn't actually related to that it's just like all. x just like x factor or whatever yeah something you pop yeah everyone has an ultimate ability and yeah. like, like all in all is it... anger berserker mode but no one else has that really i mean i just well, the, the dwarf did something similar as well. Oh, that's true, yeah. He does have, like, Molten Core, where he becomes invin- uh, nearly invincible and just makes his building super fast. So and you I, can put it anywhere. And the I other- like that it it really gave me... It really reminded me a lot of the, oh, like, TF2 reveal stuff, where they had, like, the night, the cool trailers out of yeah. nowhere that sort of introduced all the characters and what they can do. Like Then it took them, like, a decade to finish it. It is very TF2 in a lot of ways. Yeah, but a lot of it's also things. different, though, I think. Yeah. I think the movement tricks are what's going to make the game. Yeah, I like how the sniper has the uh, grappling hook. Mm-hmm. Like, I think everyone except Bastion actually has movement tricks, and he doesn't need them because his old gimmick is that he's a mobile sentry turret. But yeah, I am looking forward to uh, playing that game. See, when you I say his movement trick starts. is that he just has legs. Yeah, his movement trick is that he has legs and he can self-heal. Which isn't movement-based, but that's what he does with his movement button. Man, this game is so colorful. I know! I love color. Me too. It's so I hate color. It's me, I'm the next-gen marketer. <laughs> You're the guy who ruined, <laughs> uh, what was that game? Fuse? Or... Every game. Uh, uh, Overstrike. 
I'm the one. Yeah, who Overstrike. Ruins, I'm the one exclusively who exclusively played Uncharted in the next gen filter. <laughs> <laughs> See, I exclusively played as Donut Drake. It's me. I'm the one who caused Twilight Princess to happen. God damn. Sorry. Get out of here. Get. Out. <laughs> Get. You just walked into the dev meeting and pointed at your wolf shirt and said, "That's here's my design doc for you." <laughs> <laughs> here's here it is. Rad wolves howling at the moon and sad people. <laughs> I just want everything to be sad and like not quite night and not, but not in day. like the Majora's Mask. Can, can this where be it's covered like... in more dust? Can we get some more <laughs> dust up in here? This game's not blurry enough for me. I need more yellow. Can, how everything. much bloom can we shove into a weed game? <laughs> Does that fill? Can you un- can you unlock this bloom filter to make it more bloom? You know what was really good? Tron. We'll cover up can we just put Tron graphics. enemies into Zelda, please? Thanks. Please. <laughs> just Maybe like make just... make them explode into pixels. If we and make it be... brighter, like to the point that they can't see the graphics, they won't realize that the graphics suck. On the topic of cool enemy designs, which Twilight Princess does not have. <laughs> But uh, like when you're mentioning the Tron thing, I was thinking about the enemies that are just revealed for Splatoon single player mode. Mm. I want to play that so bad. Me too. It looks so cool. Yeah. This enemy, the enemy design is just the best. They're like these little goofy tentacles on robots. Yeah. Ooh, robots. Tentacles on robots. Uh, speaking of games, we should probably get into this one or the uh, yeah, the, yeah, the talk should. before the game. <laughs> <laughs> At some point, the, uh, the the call noise did not summon poor weather, so uh, that's okay. <laughs> Sometimes it does. You there guys isn't. Got to give her two minutes. There is only like two classes left to pick anyway: narrator and doctor. So I don't know. Like, the game can technically do update players. So I don't know if that's a good idea. Seems like t- taking now, all the rounds. This with... is going to actually be the first time this game has been played. Whoa! Really? Oh, nice. yeah. Really. Unless someone did it without my knowledge, because the game's been up for a couple weeks. Right. I was going to do a couple playtest runs first, but everyone kept vanishing on the day of games. <laughs> uh, anyhow, uh, we'll start with, we, let's see, we've got our topic. So we'll start with uh, introductions and then covering the topic for about 15, 20, 25 minutes. And then a drink break. Then second round of introductions to go up with the actual game, and then the game. Sound like a plan? Yes. Sounds like a plan. Oh, okay. Sure. Cool. Alright, I'm going to get a glass of water, and I'm going to invite everyone to do the same. I have a glass of milk already, because I expect to hurt my voice with the voice I'm going to do for the Baron. Since I'm looking oh, forward to this voice already. I have probably, bottles of water on hand. I am set for the night. It's probably just going to be very similar to the guy who drove the boat in the Mario game. Oh, good. Well, speaking of, uh, since we're going, since we're playing the Paper Mario game, uh, we should do a an inversion on the the card system by have, by making it into stickers, and we'll call it the Sticker Star RPG. Oh. Nope, because no, nobody liked know. that. Nobody, nobody liked it. That. Maybe if like one person had liked that game, but no, nobody did. <laughs> one person in the world, no. Nope. Who didn't? No do what now? Sticker star. Sticker star. Oh. Using, using, give, handing out stickers at the beginning of a session and using them 
instead it's of no dice. Good. It's not good. I don't like it. I don't want a limited number of jumps. <laughs> Why would you give me this? Why don't I? I want part, I want buddies. I freaking lost on the final boss of that game after the part in every RPG final boss where it's sp- supposed to be unlosable because I ran because I ran out of jumps. <laughs> this yep. was after that. Yeah, Mario ran out of jumps. <laughs> the Jump Man ran. It's supposed of to jumps. be like Mario's turning point where he's getting old and he's like, I just can't <laughs> jump anymore. Uh, he's got to keep going. Time, I'm gonna blow out my knees. Thicker star fan fiction about Mario getting like, Mario's become the Hulk Hogan of video games. <laughs> the only good thing about Sticker Star is the shy guy mariachi bag. Man, which is really good to be fair. <laughs> it's like the shining <laughs> gold. Shy guys. Sombrero guys are really good. If only they would appear in something else. I take it back. There's also the part where Kamek turns all your stickers into flip flops, so you just speed them to death with a pair of flip flops. <laughs> what? Is that, is that true? Yeah, yeah, that's that's a part that happens in the game. Kamek comes up and attacks you, and he turns all your stickers into flip flops. So Jump you just up. take a pair of flip flops and you smack him with it until he leaves. <laughs> that's incredible. That's legit a mechanic in the game, and it's really good. But those are the so, only good things. So it's a game with two good moments. Yes. Out of many, many hours. Isn't there a bunch of stuff about burritos? There are a lot of... So there's a lot of talk of burritos. It's kind of weird. It's a, It gets a little weird at a point, because they just keep talking about burritos. What's wrong about talking about burritos? I guess being a... I guess being a overall kind of boring experience with two good parts is better than Super Paper Mario, which was an overall boring experience <laughs> with several intentionally awful parts that just hated the player. Hey, want to run in this wheel for like 20 minutes? <laughs> yeah, you gotta hey, press you want to run in this void for the same amount of time? <laughs> hey, no, we decided we hate you people, so we're just gonna make you press left. I'm willing to say that Super Paper Mario is not as bad as Star that's pretty harsh. I have played both of them, and I have beaten both of them, and I can tell you that Super Paper Unequivocally. Mario is bad, but not as tedious as At least Super Paper Which Mario is saying something, considering there's 20 minutes of running left in a hamster wheel. And oh, yeah, it was. It was horrible. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. It was. It was terrible. But at least Super but Paper Mario had some... <laughs> <laughs> Sticker stars about more tedious than merely holding a direction. Because the thing about Super Paper Mario is that it's not good, but it at least has some shred of personality. To oh it. yeah, like when Mario went to like Pixel Hell or whatever that was. <laughs> like the when underwater. you fight, you fight a fucking like Chain Chomp Cerberus in like a Earthbound style fight, and that's cool. I think that's a cool idea. Yeah, I mean, it did, have, it did have Francis. Yeah, uh, imagine yeah. if you played up through Francis and then your game corrupted, you'd have the best Super Paper Mario <laughs> experience. Yep. And so Fun Mario facts. went to hell. <laughs> I, uh... But then you'd miss I, out on all the Mr. L stuff, and that's pretty good. Oh, I when love I Mr. Finally, L. When I finally beat Sticker Star, my game crashed in the credits. <laughs> oh, my copy of Sunshine times. did that every time. I love that game, though. Sunshine? Yeah. Sunshine yeah, I, fucking, I love Super Mario Sunshine. I kept doing the, the final time? boss fight just so I could get the credits to complete and it never ever worked. Oh, that's so sad. Oh, so, oh, so you never got the secret ending where nope. Flute dies and then comes back. 
And then Mario gets his uh, Hawaiian shirt. Mario, I always loved you. Oh, wait, I'm not dead. Hi, I'm back. I'm a robot. Or <laughs> Turns out I'm a robot. They fixed me. It's all cool. Yeah. They literally held onto that sad sequence for like 0.3 seconds. And then Egad walks in. <laughs> With a random screwdriver. He's like, alright, let's just fix this up. Your sad, your sad water pack just barely, his head just barely lilts to the left, as showing that he's dead. And then they cut to him being fine and they go, let's party. Its eyeballs were always X's, so how can you even tell? <laughs> I thought his eyeballs were screws. Also, like, how did he yeah, die? Yeah, Phillips had screws. They were X's. Yeah. I'm going to be right back. Should have been Robertson's. They would have been Should have made... Uh, is, that, is that some sort of Canadian screw? It it's is, a, it's a Duck Dynasty thing. No, it is. <laughs> it's actually... There's only a screw that's pretty much only used by Canada. It's called a Robertson's <laughs> Serious? Do you use it to? Is that what they use to put together those bullshit car warming towers? First of all, those are useful, and second of all, no. How do you not have like every year dozens and dozens of homeless people like electrocuting themselves to death on those things? It's just a plug. It's a plug, and you plug your car in. So, uh, this game we're playing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, everyone's read up and not on all that stuff. Mm-hmm. We know I have, but it'll still probably take me a little while to actually understand it because I am embarrassingly be bad prepared at, at reading to... comprehension. Mm-hmm. I think that's like we... we should warn you now, anything that involves reading, think like puzzles, thinking, putting two and two together. But yeah, that's why when I ran when I DM'd a session I put a puzzle <laughs> that was basically only remembering what I had said five minutes ago. <laughs> If they could have done that, they would have solved the puzzle. It still took them 20 minutes. I, I, I enjoyed that puzzle, actually. <laughs> I skipped by a whole lot of it. I, I cut out most of it. So there's that's that. Good. Uh, but but basically... Dice roll, I figured, yeah, that you must have cut out tons. So, so basically, correct me if I'm wrong, but the uh, whole idea is we go around in circles, run in scenes, and every once in a while... There's a particularly big scene, which is either a character's rise or fall. And yep. and then uh, when you run out of scenes, it's time to end it. If I understand so, correctly, everybody goes around once, then there is a forced rise to a random person, right? Um, It's voted on, really. We pick who wants to rise first. Right. Is there anyone who would like to do that? Because that would help us like with the intro, if there's anyone who wants to rise. And then so the resources is like, that's what we use to bid. Yeah, that and you can or anything, anything else, else you, you think you'd have. And so do we have to explain it, or is it just like, I'm going to bid my more than a little luck resource? Um, then... You don't have to explain it until we do the scene. Okay, And then, then it will come up and be somehow consumed. Whoever wants the scene then has to incorporate all those things into how the scene plays out. And uh, okay, because that, that's what I was thinking, because it, it seemed to me like a thing where like we have to, we're voting on which one we want to see based on the promise of the bid, but we don't actually know what what's going to happen. Yep. That's sort of the auction. It's the, it's the storage wars of RPGs. <laughs> you can put that on the box. Uh, it's the <laughs> storage don't. wars of RPGs. I like that I picked the devil because I can just pop in and mess with shit anytime I want. Just like, hey, I'm here. Have yep. some problems. Goodbye. Yep. Hey, I'm the devil. Later, sucker. Play my fiddle. Yeah. Yeah, like your resource list uh, is stuff that you're guaranteed to have. You can also pull in stuff from the scene. 
or like stuff that you've gained through the game is one of the options you can take if you win a scene is you can seize resources to get more. get more stuff. And then also like an example in the book is you can you can just bid bad things happening at any time. <laughs> like you can bid, oh, I'm going to break my leg during this scene or the train is going to go off the tracks during this scene. The one we're all on. <laughs> I'm going to break my leg now. Crack. Yeah. And then we just figure out why during the scene. Why did you break your own leg just now? Because <laughs> I jumped off a building. <laughs> it's like, wait, we were all in the middle of this field. Where'd you find a building? Shush, shush. There was a well. <laughs> of course there was a well, yeah. Timmy there fell down the well. I had to go get him. <laughs> now your uh, resources, your your resources Timmy, that you gave. Is there a limit on like how many, can we bid multiple resources? Uh, yes, you can. Uh, the only limit is you can never anti, you can never pull back. You can only anti up. Uh, so you can't like you can't like cancel out basically. Yeah, like what once you can, like if you haven't passed the bid to the next person yet, you can still think about it. Like I wonder if I should bid my thing this time. That's fine. Yeah, but like once so you've placed a bid and someone else is going to place a bid, you're set. You're locked in. Okay. So even if you lose. Like you can't take it back. You, you whatever it is, it's done. But it's so, what I understand, so as I understand it, like whoever wins, their their whatever they bid on, that takes the prominence of the scene. But everyone who bid and lost, like they still get a minor involvement, and then people who don't bid are just sort of there. Uh, yeah, if you don't bid, you're either not present or you have no stake in the scene at all. They're like the actor who quit halfway through and they took the, <laughs> got their credits taken out, or the scene just doesn't focus on them. Like the Baron isn't going to be everywhere. I think you might want to rise first. Now. <laughs> no, I'm thinking with Wolfshire and that character combination. I think he's going to be in every scene, regardless. Uh, he's just—he's no matter what's going on, he's going to be in the room shooting pistols into the air. <laughs> uh, so, who wants to rise first? Is there any like volunteers for that? Well, I, think I would, like, but my rise is kind of dull. I want somebody else's rise to happen. I, I kind of want I can't to do it just so I can see, get the feel for it. I kind of yeah, want. I think that's a good idea. I want it to be like a surprise when it happens. A surprise rise. Well, I mean, well, like, no one... well, we also need to get some like the story going too, so we actually know what's going on. I think. Yeah, part of it is like my rise is the heist. I win a scene and <laughs> start a heist. Is yeah. what mine is. I could because, add if no one. Yeah, had. I think the rise pretty good is way to start pretty contextual. Yeah, I like my rise, but it depends on what you guys like. What, what yeah, I'd be sermonizing about. Like you could always rise after me. Right. Or I'll I'll be happy to rise. I'd be but happy to fall. Falls, my fall is no pretty awesome. Rise, so that's so, do we also have to bid? Do we also bid on the rise moment? Um, it depends. Some of them yes, some of them no. Okay. Depends on if it's a scene or not. Yeah, like some of them set a scene, some of them just say a thing happens. Um, like the Baron has a solo scene for his ro- for his fall. Okay. So like he, no one else is bidding on it. So so if I so when it, so like say if your rise is to set up a scene, does that mean you automatically win that scene? No. Yeah. Oh, you still, have, you still have to auto wins his scene. Okay. So you start to so when I like if like say my character his rise sets up a scene, so I still have to bid to win that scene. But you will seize resources whether you win or lose. Okay. So, yeah, I, I think that given whatever circumstances come up, like, I think it's, it'd be good to just have it. Like, see who, see which one would fit. 
let's just play to that point and then vote. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. how I. Yeah, that, that's what I'm. That's what I was trying to we say. Can do our introductions like, first. Yeah, that's yeah. Is I'm everybody sorry. back Hands from off. their drink break? Everybody good? Yeah. Make sure my Dr Pepper is open. Yes, it is. You have to because the problem with Dr Pepper is that there's about a one in three chance it's going to explode when you open it. It is the most volatile of sugar waters. Yeah. Second most. It doesn't. It is. The problem. That's the thing with Dr Pepper is that it is. There is Pepsi and there is Coke, and Dr. Pepper is a chaotic third agent. It's unpredictable. <laughs> yeah, you should have seen Pepsi Blue back when that was still around. Because nine of times Pepsi out of Blue. ten, that shit would just erupt. If any of us knows anything about sitting... Pepsi Blue, I would put money on draft. I... Like, come on. That's true. That's true. I, I own a Pepsi Blue t-shirt. <laughs> nice. 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 That I got from my mom because she worked for Pepsi when they introduced Pepsi Blue. Is Soda Historian a, a paid position anywhere? <laughs> They're prop. I'm sure it is. Uh, anyhow, since we're all back, it's just world. Pause. <laughs>